Welcome to Let's Talk About It, where we talk about the it's that no one wants to talk about. We are question-based and conversation-driven. Hi, my name is Olegia Nozier. Hi, my name is Paula Camacho. Thanks for hanging out with us two immigrants who have a whole lot to say and a whole lot to learn. Hello, friends. It's episode two of season two. If you're a regular here, you already know that we are in our new series called Rise and Grind. If you're new, well, welcome. Today, we continue our conversation on the grind and explore topics like who are you without all the things you define your success by? How do you stay focused on your goals without losing focus on who you are? These awesome questions were posted to our guests on this episode, Daniel Lawrence Lopez. He not only brings his full energy and passion to this conversation, he enlightened us with important golden lessons about identity and mentorship that he has learned over the past years. Without further ado, let's get into our episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Let's Talk About It. I'm Paula. And I'm Olegiu. And I'm Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> yes, friends, we are joined by Daniel Lawrence Lopez. Um, he is a good family friend of mine. He speaks with intention. He has a passion for all people, especially young people, um, introduces them not only to how to manage financial things and their money, but also how to think about others themselves and how they uniquely fit into this big world. Daniel, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, Paula and I are incredibly thrilled that you were able to join us. Sweet. I'm so pumped. I, uh, yeah, I was looking over the questions again and, and listening to some of your guys' stuff. So I'm really, really excited to, uh, yeah, to get this rolling. Woohoo. Let's jump right in. So we like to start with what we call a serious question. Paula, could you do the honors? Yep, I could. Okay, Daniel, our serious question, question for today is, if you could master one skill you don't have right now, what would it be? This is actually a really serious question because your other serious questions aren't very serious, but this is a good question. That's true. This is actually <laughs> yeah. Good. I was not expecting this. Okay. Um, <sighs> master one skill. You know what? I'd say playing the drums. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've like, and I know I could because we have an electric drum set at our house. I just haven't like done it. Um, but if I were to master one skill like this, mm. it would be playing the drums. Nice. Yeah. That's fair. Nice, nice, nice. We always like to ask these questions because we feel like they give a like an inkling okay. of a person. Mm, okay. Um. So now that we've kind of like opened it, like, oh, he likes he has an electric drum set. He wants to play the drums. Tell us a little bit more about who you are. What should the audience know about you um, as we kind of hop into this episode today? Yeah, I'm so... Uh... You know, for those of you you know who don't know me, my name's Daniel. For those of you who do, it's it's still the same. I work with a lot of young professionals shift the way that they view money. That's what I do. That's my career. Um, I like to see myself as a personal shopper for financial services, uh, and I I love what I do. Um, yeah, I I mean I, I definitely do like long walks on the beach. I love anything to do with uh, <laughs> warm temperature. I'm there. Um, yeah, I and I like things that involve the risk of death. Uh, anything to do with adrenaline, with like, let's go, go, go. Like, I'm, I'm all about that. Uh, so, 
yeah, I've been an entrepreneur from a very young age. Uh, I think most of us have it to some to some extent, but I started selling stuff, I think, when I was, um, I think I was seven, I was seven or eight years old was when my first uh, venture was, so to speak. And then it just sort of went from there. So I've, I just love business, love people. I really enjoy making money. Uh, I just, I, I like it and, and what it can do for people. And, and I've, I have two, um, amazing, amazing parents that, that I, yeah, like that I've, I've learned so much from, and I got two amazing siblings and most importantly, um, just my faith in God and, 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 and my belief in, in, in Jesus Christ has really got me to where I'm at, where I'm at today. And I, yeah, I think just learning more about, about my relationship with him has, has been a huge factor, especially these last, uh, you know, 2020 and, and this past year. So yeah, it's a little bit about me. Nice. Well, thank you for joining us, Daniel, um, and for sharing those awesome pieces. We are sure that um, all of those things will kind of filter into our conversation today. Um, so as you know, and as everybody listening knows, we are doing a series called Rise and Grind. Um, and it kind of came out of Paolo and I realizing that after spending so, so long thinking about our dreams and doing the work of actually preparing ourselves um, to reach those dreams and make, make those goals a reality, we had actually kind of become kind of isolated in that pursuit. So we knew that we had each other. We knew that we had a support system um, and that God was actually leading us in particular directions. But once we actually took the time to pause um, and take inventory, we realized that we weren't we weren't only tired, but we were also a little bit disconnected. And so we kind of saw that we had kind of gotten swept up into this whole idea of the hustle um, and since our thing here at the podcast is shedding light on some of these cultural things, we figured, hey, why not talk about it? And we figured, hey, if we're thinking about it, others are probably thinking about it too. So I guess to kind of open up this conversation, Daniel, the first question we want to ask you is, what does rise and grind mean to you? That's a great question. Um, I think for me, it just really means, I mean, well, rising and grinding like you get up you're, you're hitting the ground and running um but you're going at it with a purpose it's not just do the mundane it's as you're getting up you have a vision you have a purpose there's goals and you're just going after it so i think very simply that, that that's the way i see it nice yeah that is um that tends to be the the general perspective um and i kind of even did like a quick google search to see what came up and it was that idea too of of you know waking up and doing that thing and actually quite interestingly we found that there was also reference to how generally the millennial generation um is has been seen as oh they're lazy oh they take the easy way out and so rise and grind was kind of talked about as this um kind of counter to that idea and I thought that was uh, super, super interesting. And so kind of going into that, we were wondering, where do you think this this message is kind of rooted in? What do you think uh, the hustle drive comes from? I think a lot of it, I mean, from our upbringing, from our parents, right? Go to school, get a good, solid education, get a safe, secure job, whatever that may be. Um, I think because they've, you know, and how they grew up as well. But I think a lot of, I mean, all, all three of us, our parents are immigrants, um, and so I think coming, especially coming into Canada, it's a lot of it is, Hey, I've, I've given everything to get you to where you are. And I think, I think it's a great mentality to have. Like, I think you need to look back at your roots. You have to be grateful for that. But I think it's just, you know, a lot of it was our upbringing is, Hey, you know what? I've, you know, our parents are, Hey, I put you here now go and like make the best of it. 
right? And so um, I think I think that's that's a good portion of where that comes from. A lot of it too, especially with social media, the whole, you know, at least, at least for me, you know, in, in the entrepreneur space and business space, you know, you have the Lamborghinis and all the stuff. It's like, oh my gosh, I want to go after that. And it's like, is it attainable? Yeah, of course, but it's just not like, it's not as glamorous. It's not, it's not like what you see, you know, on, you know, on social media. So I think it's rooted in, and, and I, I haven't studied the, um, the history too, too much, but just the way that us as, as society has evolved from generation to generation when it comes to buying and selling and the, you know, the way that we view education, the way that we view, you know, even entrepreneurship and money and relationships, I think as that's evolving, there's a lot more emphasis on like, you just have to go. It's like, it's almost as if if you're not doing something, who are you? And I think it's something, I'm sure we're touching this in, in a bit, but I think it's a, one of the biggest problems that we're going through right now is an identity crisis where it's like, if, if you feel that you're not busy and you're not accomplishing something, who are you? Or you're not married and you're 27, okay, there's something like, what's going on, right? If you're not, if you're not doing something, there's something wrong with you. And I think that's a message that's really, that's why there's a whole, you got to hustle, you got to make it work. Um, yes, one aspect, yeah, from our family, from our parents of everything they've given us. But I think a lot of it where, especially if, if you're not looking at the right content on social media, um, you're going to get in the influence of, if you're not doing something, who are you? Because you're going to look at your buddy that, like one of my buddies just bought a Ferrari cash, right? And it's like not one of the cheap ones either. Not that they're all cheap, but like, uh, you, you know, it's it's nice. Um, and I could look at that and I could, you know, I'm sure there's people that, that, and I used to be in the position where I compare myself to to my friends that were, you know, quote unquote successful, Right. And it's like, okay, who am I? So I think a lot of the um, a lot of that hustle comes from really just the lack of identity of if I'm not working and busy and doing something like everybody else, then I'm 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 nothing. I'm not worth anything to society. So I'd say that's that's a large part of where that would come from. That's rooted in and just because of what our parents went through in the previous generation and so on and so forth. All you say is great. And I kind of like relate to a lot in the sense of like, obviously, we're all in come from immigrant families and like um stuff like that and i think and i don't know if this is something you guys can relate to but i personally struggle with that idea of like we live in north america right and i feel like in north america is this like you say this concept of like hustle meaning like if you're not doing then you, who are you but at the same time we also have on that other end like or heritage and all all the stuff our parents have done to get us here right So is this like tension almost in between of like, I feel like I have to do something because they like, and not that they say it, but they also sometimes kind of say it, <laughs> but it's like, I, I feel that pressure of like, I'm a first generation of immigrants and like they work so hard to get me here. So I have to do something. But at the same time, it's also this struggle of like, yeah, but I, and I have to be somebody because like, I have to work to be somebody because I've, if I'm not working and if I'm not doing, then who am I? Um, yeah, I don't know if that's something you guys kind of relate to. Yeah, no, it definitely. Yeah, I know. Aledra, if you want to add to that too. Yeah, yes. I think you, you nailed it with that. Um, the idea of kind of, you know, there's a lot that goes into um, being here, bringing your family, um, having a having a, having the pressure as a parent of setting your kids up for success giving them opportunities that maybe were not as easily afforded to you and i think like as um i know for myself as 
yeah, as a, as a daughter, as a child, as a person, I always wanted to make sure that I was almost making that sacrifice worthwhile. Um, and so the, the pressure of, okay, I need to make the mm-hmm. sacrifice worthwhile. But then there's also that other um, idea that you mentioned, Daniel, of, you know, if you're not doing something, who are you? And kind of having to have those two things um, fueling the the drive to, to reach the goal. Because if we work so hard and we don't reach the goal, then not only are we now questioning who am I, but then what was the hard work for? Hmm. That's so powerful. And I think, you know, and, and, and Paolo, you said it too. It, yeah, there is that almost dichotomy and that tension of, okay, there's family sacrifice versus culture saying one thing. If I were to choose, like honestly, if I were to, and I, I haven't, but if I were to choose between am I going to do something because my family sacrifices or because of peer pressure from culture, I take family any day because I think that's way more motivating than than because because culture is going to shift and it does, right? Like, you know, back in what the 60s, 70s, smoking, doctors said was fine. It was healthy. Then they did science and they're like, it's not healthy for you. You will get cancer, right? So it's like the culture is going to shift. Culture changes, but your family, the sacrifices don't. That's done. Like that's like, <laughs> you know, and, and I know later like knowing your guys' family and chatting with both your parents, like they, I mean, they've given a lot. I know my parents have given, I mean, they've given everything. That's why we're here. So I think it's more, if, if you were to choose, I think it's more, I would, I would prefer, I, I want to do something in honor of my family then, uh, you know, I, w- I want to make sure my Facebook feed looks good. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? hundred percent, hundred percent. It's that idea of what, what's the drive, right? hundred like, percent. Where is the, what is the root cause of the thing that's pushing you towards what you're doing? And I think that when we kind of pause and check and, and figure that out, it, that also plays into the sustainability of the hustle that we're, you know, that we're trying to go for. Um, how do you then focus on your goals and tasks without losing focus of who you are? Like, what does that line look like for you? That's such a good question. And it's something I'm still, I'm definitely still dealing with. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'll be the first to say I'm not perfect by any means, uh, any stretch of the means. So, but to answer the question, how do I focus on goals and tasks without losing focus of who I am? It, you know, I, it can be, can it be different for everybody? I think so. For me personally, biggest one is just knowing who am I and whose am I. And for me, I'm of the very strong opinion, belief, and faith that I'm a child of God and, and of the King. And so that's where my identity comes from. And it's something that honestly, you guys, like these last few months has been super, super recent, really been working on that and really been honing in on that because it's very easy to get, and I know we all go through this, like it's very easy to get caught up in, in what other people are doing and what you're not doing or, you know, okay, your goal is here, but you're doing this. So now it's like, hey, I, you know, I, you know, those insecurities come out, right? Because if you're not, if you're not hitting those goals, you're not being like, you know, other people your age or, you know, whatever that might be. So how do I stay focused on my goals and tasks without losing really who I am? It's just every guy, like every single, like 10 seconds, honestly, I am just going through the, I, right now I'm sending on a scripture, second Corinthians five seventeen, which is we're, we're a new creation, right? The old is gone. The new has come in. And I think anyone can really stand behind that because it's, it's getting behind the, the thought, the mentality of, you know what? It just, I, that's not, I made a mistake. That's not who I am. That's not, that's not me. I'm going to keep moving forward. So what really keeps me grounded is just every, like consistently throughout the day, every single day coming back to, okay, this is who I am. 
I'm not, I'm not my money. I'm not my cars. I'm not my, I'm not my business. I'm not my goals, right? Because you take, I mean, you guys, I know if you guys have seen, I think it was in the second Avengers, but when, um, when, when Cap is asking Tony Stark, he's like, okay, take away this suit. Who are you? Tony Stark's like, well, I'm a billionaire and all this stuff. And it's interesting because it's like you take away that stuff from Tony, the guy's still somebody, but you take away the superpowers from most super heroes, they're nobody, right? Or like the average person. I think that's the way I look at my, I, I'm starting to look at myself as you take away, you know, everything I have, so to speak, then who I'm as, as an individual. And if that's nothing, then uh, I'm doing something, I'm doing something, like I'm doing something for the wrong reasons and it's not good. And so that's really what keeps me, like how I stay focused is, is you know and if, if people listening to this you're not on the same page totally fine totally get that because i wasn't as well um but for me it's just staying grounded onto like i i know who i am i know that if i go through a bad month if i you know can't close this client if i lose a deal if i you know something happens that doesn't go my way so to speak or just bad in my eyes um that's fine that's one that's life too that's just not who i am i know there's so much more out there and that's what i'm walking into and it's really walking from a place of abundance than a place of lack of you know what for me i had i know you know god god's already done the work things have been done i'm going to walk from that position then i'm trying to clean up mistakes i'm trying to look at the past and saying how can i not do that as opposed to how can i walk into what who i've been made to be so i don't know if that makes sense but for me that's that's really what's kept me grounded is just coming back to my own identity every single like like a lot throughout throughout the day every day Woo, so good Wow, I'm just gonna let that sit for preach, a minute. Man, no <laughs> for a minute. That's good. I think um I, I think Paula wants to say something, but I'll just jump in and say I think hearing you talk about that and that idea of identity and that idea of um take away all these things who am I is so important because oftentimes we see people who are, you know, motivational speakers, who are businessmen, who are, or businesswomen, um, who are really, you know, their whole platform is to educate people and to help them find out what their goals are and to go for those goals. Um, and I think that oftentimes the culture around that is very much, oh, these are the I prove my success by the fruits of that success. And the fruits of that success is measured by the cars. It's measured by the followers. It's measured by the number of deals I've closed, by where I am on the ranking. Mm -hmm. Um, And so to kind of come back to that idea and to ask that question of who am I without these things uh, is so, so important. So good. I have to agree with all that you guys are saying. And I think it's so important to touch on this as we're talking about rise and grind and the hustle and all of this, because like Olayer said, I feel like in that, in the culture we find ourselves in, when people think of rise and grind and hustle, they associate that with success and numbers and things like that. And like, who are you as a, like, how much influence do you have? And like, not exactly like the people you're with in a small group, but like, how many followers do you have? Things like that, right? Um, So I think it's so important to talk about this stuff. Uh, But then I guess, Daniel, now that we're kind of touching this, one of the things that we were thinking about is there is often a push to surround yourself with like-minded people, right? Is that something you place an emphasis on? And what has been your experience of it? Is hazards and benefits? That's so good. Um, Like... That's that's a loaded question, Paula, because uh, like I could be here for three hours talking about that one thing. 
but it won't because we don't have that time. Uh, so I actually learned, well, I, I heard it a while back, but I was sitting with, with a gentleman last week, really successful young guy. Like he's, I mean, he's got it made, you know, and, but one thing I respect, very humble and that, again, that doesn't define him. But one thing I, I, I really clarified that question, Paolo, was do you want to hang around like-minded people? Uh, the answer is no. You want to hang around more than just like-minded people. Now, if you guys are listening to this uh, repeat, um, write this down. There's three types of people you want to hang around. Okay, there's three types. The first is you want to hang around people that are on a higher level than you. Those are typically your mentors, right? Or those are individuals that are operating in, in, in areas in life that you want to you want to be like. And that's not just money and success and, you know, su- take out success, money, business, whatever that is. I'm talking about, you know, in, in, in relationships and in marriage and parenting and in, in spiritual life. And it's okay to choose people on the just the spiritual side because, you know, if 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 my parents aren't billionaires and I want to learn how to be a billionaire, I'm probably going to learn from a billionaire how to become a, how to be, you know what I mean? So, and just look at it with context, right? So just find the right mentor. So that's the first group of people you want to be with is or individuals that are operating at a higher level than you in areas that you want to be, you know, you want to get to, you want to, you want to become. Um, and so really, really finding out what the, what, what that's like, that's the first second group is individuals that, yeah, that are like-minded, uh, you know, like you that are in the same, uh, that your peers typically, right? Cause I think, I think the word like-minded, I can be like-minded, like my mentors. That's why they're my mentors. Cause there's areas that we think alike, right? Otherwise, I mean, if you don't vibe, like you're not going to have that, that mentorship going on, <laughs> right? So um, so the second group is individuals that are on really the same level as you, so to speak, where, you know, like, like me, me and Elijah, like we're, we're both, you know, I guess the three of us, we're both on that grind. We're both, we're, we're both trying to, you know, not just make a name for ourselves, but you know, we're getting our careers. We're trying to establish something, leave a legacy, right? We're on the same level. We're on that same playing field. But then the third group is individuals that you're mentoring, right? And I don't really like, no one's below anybody, but just people that aren't where you're at. Because if there's no flow, you will get destroyed. If you are being sewed into so much, but you're not doing the sewing, then it's going to consume you and vice versa. If you're constantly just giving, 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 but you're not receiving and you're not getting mentorship, you're not growing yourself, you're going to get, you're going to burn out, right? You're not going to, you're going to last very long. And, and one thing I learned from, um, old friend of mine, uh, Ledger, I mean, you know, you know, Jason Charles, uh, one thing he told me was you want to have a, a Moses and a Joshua, you want to have somebody that's pouring into you, but you want to have someone that you're pouring into, right? Think of the Dead Sea. The reason it's a Dead Sea is because water's going in, nothing's coming out, so there's no life. And that's the thing I think that not a lot of people realize when it comes to being around like-minded people is, yes, we want to have friend group that, you know, that are interested in what we're interested in. That's good. Like, yeah, got to have fun, have hobbies. Like, that's good. You need to have that. But even in those communities, you got to ask yourself, okay, are we growing, are they growing? Am I growing in this environment? Are we able to grow together? Right now, you know, and yes, they say, you know, you don't want to be the smartest person in the room. Um, I think I, I disagree. If I'm going in for open heart surgery, I like, I'm glad my heart surgeon is the smartest guy in the room. <laughs> I'm very <Yes>. glad. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm very happy about that. Uh, so I think it depends if you're getting paid to be the smartest person in the room, be the smartest person in the room. Um, so but it's, you know, 
you know, jokes aside, yeah, be the smartest person in the room if you're there because you're mentoring, you're coaching, you're bringing up other individuals. Um, but if you're there to learn, yeah, you cannot. But you're not going to grow if you're like the top of the league. Anybody can, you know, I yeah, I'm better at it, you know, at basketball than a nine year old. Sure, I'm not going to grow, right? Like, yeah, I can get all the wins. I'm not, nothing, I'm not going to change, right? So, I hope that answered your question, Paula. But recently too, that's something I've really been asking myself is is and really taking a look at is what is that community like and and what what does that look like even on a practical basis? So, yeah, I hope I hope that helps. That absolutely helps. That was so good. And I hope our listeners, if they haven't been taking notes, I hope at this point they took some because <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Pull out them pens, people. <laughs> yeah. Pull your pens out or your phones. I guess people don't really use pens all that much. Although with the iPad, like whatever, now you can you can Speaking write. from experience? <laughs> yeah. That, I, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Um. <laughs> Maybe. But no, the thing that I like, the thing that I like, uh, the thing I was thinking about as you were speaking is because you're saying like, oh, we, we need to have individuals who you're mentoring, but you also need to have somebody who is mentoring you. And I think that's so important because the one who is mentoring you is almost going to keep you humble. Because if you only surround yourself around people who you are mentoring, then you're always going to be almost in a higher position and like I know you mentioned this and I totally agree we're not better than anybody else but like you know what I mean like you you you're trying to mentor them you're trying to teach them something so you will always be in a place of like I know what I'm doing and they don't but like to have that place of like I'm mentoring this person but I'm also being mentor keeps you humble Mm -hmm. that that's that's such a powerful point anything to and maybe depending how you do it I think you can still have the humility like you could almost be humbled when you're mentoring other people to an extent. I know I've experienced that where um, I'll see, you know, young guys that I'm, 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 you know, mentoring and, you know, you typically in the business space where I see their walk and I'm like, whoa, it just hits me. I'm like, that's where I was, you know, 15 years ago. That's where I was 10 years ago. And I'm like, you know, those moments, those surreal moments for me really, really humble me because I'm like, wow i'm like there's 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 so much more to life than just making you know make making a lot of money i'm like there's there's young guys young guns out there that just need a guy like me just to speak life into them and so i think i think if you look for it too i think you can find that humility in in both areas but yeah i totally agree with you pal is yeah i mean mentors they're 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 gonna give you real talk so you're gonna stay humble like (laughs) that's that's almost guaranteed so yeah totally agree I also wanted to add that I really liked the point about um, about being able to pour out so that you can grow. Um, I think sometimes it's easy to get focused on the me, 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 me. How am I going to get better? How am I going to get where I want to get to? How am I going to thrive? And I think that sometimes also plays into the feeling of isolation um, when it's kind of like focused on this one goal or a set of goals or whatever it may be. Um, and you're just like taking in without without pouring out because I think there's something so valuable, like we've kind of all been talking about here today in the element of now having to share what you've learned with another person Um, because in order to share what you've learned you have to process it in a particular way as well Um, and then are able to assess oh have I actually gotten to a particular point where I can speak on this issue is there something more that I need to do is there a blind spot somewhere that I've completely missed and I think yeah, that element of of pouring out is super important. And then another thing that kind of came up to mind was thinking about how sometimes uh, we also have to evaluate each 
like each of those points because sometimes they can be unbalanced in a particular way. Um, so some people may have a a tendency to be pouring out more than they're allowing themselves to be um, poured into. Full disclosure: I'm probably one of those people um, where it's like, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna share the knowledge, share the knowledge, um, and then kind of forget. Oh, wait, like I also too can benefit from from having somebody mentor me or or pour into me. Um, or on the other hand, you might have the um, the opposite, right, where you're just kind of taking in all the information um, and not uh, sharing it out. Or maybe you're right in that spot where you're surrounded by people who are all like you. Um, and then it's kind of difficult to know, oh, is there something that we're all not seeing? And so I think remembering like learning to find a balance between all three of those points um, is also something I guess that we <laughs> spend this life trying to figure out. That's so good. And you know what, if, if I might add to that too, I heard this um, yesterday, it, it was to me, it was a punch like gut and I, maybe it might speak to you guys. But when it comes to giving, and it goes back to identity, but do you give because you're actually generous? Or do you give because you feel you're because you feel that you're not worth having what you currently have? Like, do you, you know, are you, are you actually giving because you're generous or are you giving because you're, you know, in your, in, in your head, in your mind, you're like, you know what, I actually, I'm not worth this. So I'm going to sabotage that by giving it away to somebody else so I can get back down to a level that I feel and I think that I'm worth. Hmm. And that hit me because I'm like, you know what, there's definitely moments where I don't, you know, I, I'm only going to buy that if it's 75% off. Uh, because I, because I don't feel like I'm, I'm, I'm worth spending that extra five bucks or I'm not gonna, and that's just stuff. But I think even when it comes to speak, you know, even encouragement and, and words, it's, it's even receiving compliments. Is it, you don't want to receive compliments because you feel that you're not worth what they're saying to you, but you're okay giving it out because it's like, no, I'm, 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 you know, I speak life and I'm going to give and I'm, I'm, I'm all about positivity and spreading the love. But then when someone says, no, you look so good today, you're like, ah, oh, I know you're just saying that. But deep in your heart, what you're actually doing is you're like, no, I actually don't want them to like me for who I am because I don't like me for who I am. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to sabotage that and just disconnect that and say, you know what? You actually don't like me for who I am. So we'll leave it at that because I don't want to suffer the hurt of, oh, maybe down the road you might, you, know, might, you might reject me because of whatever, but before you used to like me. So I'd rather not go through that and just right now be like, you know what, it's not going to happen. So thanks for the compliment, but I, you know, I appreciate it, but you know, I, I'm good. Um, so that spoke to me. So I don't know, like, I think, I think, yeah, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> we keep it real on this podcast. That's so good. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that is, wow. Hmm, great points. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it hits me too, so. Wow. wow, yep, I did have words to say, and then they just kind of, they flew away. Um, yeah, I think we, we definitely need to sit and think about that. I think one of the things I would ask, and my initial response too is, what do we do with that? Like, where do we go with that? Yeah, no, that's a great question. I think, you know, for me, it's really, you know, when I when I asked myself that question, I was like, okay, if I'm doing the latter, if I'm if I'm giving because I, don't, I feel like I'm not worth it, 
why. Like, and maybe there's certain points in your life where something happened and that's the case. But it's like, okay, what am I going to do with that? Well, where do I get my worth from? And that's one thing that I think everyone listening needs to ask themselves. Where do you get your worth from? Like, just real talk. Is, is, it, is, it, from, is it from people telling you you're good? For me, you know, one of my love languages is, is words of affirmation right? I, I feel good when people give me compliments, right? But, and is, is that, is that part of where I'm getting my, and for me, yeah, but definitely is, right? And that's something I'm, 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 you know, just to be real with you guys, that's something I'm changing, I'm, I'm working on is, no, 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 my, my identity, my worth does not come from that. It comes from what is, what does God say about me? So I think for me, very practically, and I think all of us is just going back to the scripture, going back to the word of God and being like, what does that say about me? What does God say about me? I mean, shoot, if he created me, like, <laughs> I mean, he probably, like knows what's up so i'm like if i can go back to that and really have that as a focal point i think that's what i i know for me that's what i can do moving forward and again it's a daily thing like it's not like a boom it's done it's like it's a daily thing because it's it's it just it's your mind is it's it's a battleground it's constantly you gotta you gotta fight that so yeah i think i think that that's what i would say if that makes sense that's so good and it totally like kind of relates to our last episode on leisure when we were talking about this idea of how easy it is for us to show up for others but how difficult it can be to show up for ourselves and i think what you're saying of going back to the scripture is so important too because like you said at the beginning oh we we are good at giving compliments to others but then we're look at ourselves and we're like we have a hard time doing the same but then when you go to the scripture <laughs> and you're like you're telling your friends like you know god created you with a purpose god made you unique and all of this like you are like you are part of that uniqueness that God created, <laughs> but that's something that you realize once you go back and you continue to go back to Him and and understand that what you're saying to others also apply to yourself. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's so good. I, I like I like that. It's yeah. We we ask other people to show up, but we don't show up for ourselves. It's like um, Eric. If you guys follow Eric Thomas at all, but one thing he said was. Uh, He's like, we ask for, you know, well, we want all these money back guarantees from everybody else except ourselves. And he's like, so y'all got to check yourself. And I was like, Whew, okay, I got that loud and clear. <laughs> but yeah, it's so good. And I think too, uh, what I really enjoyed about what you guys have kind of said so far is that idea of it's a daily thing. <laughs> like this is something that, we, I think it resonates in that immediate moment, right? Like, I mean, it resonates like that, but the work of rewiring or re reworking um, the the habits that we've kind of formed in that, the patterns of thinking that we've kind of formed um, in that kind of lead us into that space of, you know, okay with giving out, but not necessarily receiving uh, is it's a daily thing. And I think it's important to, to to let ourselves to let ourselves have grace in that in that moment and to think, okay, I've recognized this instantly. I wish it would change as instantly as I recognized it. Um, but what is this thing that I can do today? What is something that I can change right now or that I can bring in? Because I think we're always so focused on change. Like we're always like, oh, let's not do that. Let's not do that. Um, but what's something that we can add that is that is helpful? Oh, I, you know, I was in a conversation with this person and I you know, I gave it, I gave them a compliment and they gave me one back and, and I didn't say thank you really. Like I kind of winced awkwardly and walked in the other direction. Um, 
okay, can't change that. But what's something I can add? Well, maybe today I go back and I look in the mirror and I say what they said to me and I try to accept it. You know, like there are things that that we can do even if we don't do it in the moment. Yeah, that's yeah, I think I think it's powerful. Just I, maybe like looking back at those conversations because I know and we do that occasionally. Uh, like if it's a job interview, we you know when it's done, we're like, oh my gosh, I should have said this. I could have said this. I didn't. Why did he say that? So, but I think even doing that, you know, and and again, then you can also. And I know there's individuals like that. I got friends like that where it's like there's the other side where like you're overthinking everything because I do that too. So it's like there there's a line. But I think it's really comes down to self talk. A big, big thing, right? Actually, a step back, input. What you're feeding yourself, um, you know, I think one of the biggest misconceptions out there right now is that social Instagram is bad. Social media is bad. Incorrect. It's a platform. What you're looking at is bad. So just change what you're looking at. Like, you didn't make Instagram just uh, bad content. It, Instagram didn't make content. They just created a platform. Users made the content. So you're just looking at bad content. That's why everything is acting the way it is. So I think changing the input that's going to change the way that you talk to yourself which will change the way that you well talk to other people and 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 receive when they talk to you so i think practically would be uh what are you actually i think i think easy example for all of us just go to go on instagram go on your explore page and what type of contents like what what what's on there and is it stuff that's giving that's bringing life and that's building you up or is it just a bunch of memes about old people like not crossing the street? Like, you know, as an example. But, you know, what what's on there? Is it, is it actually growing you and, and giving life? So I think it's practically, I know for me, that's what I, one thing I, I, I'd say about myself is like go on your Explore uh, feed on Instagram and look at that. And that's going to tell you exactly why why you why you think the way you think. Ooh, so good. This is good content, guys. You can you can listen to this. Oh, no, this, this will build 100%. you up. 100%. Self-plug right there. <laughs> oh man um so that actually segues so nice into this the second last i guess last question before we kind of wrap up um and it's so we were actually on your page and there's a quote that you posted um by pastor john morgan that says there's a difference between being spectacular and being significant um and yeah i just want to let you kind of talk about that and i think it flows really nicely from our conversation today about you know all of these things success hustle um and that kind of thing so yeah what what comes to mind for you when you when you see that quote and maybe what led you to post it yeah that's a great question so i think and i'll go back because i he spoke at, at, at our church um i think it was that week and so th- to give some context the example he was using was spectacular is like fireworks right it's great but it's like one-time wonder. Significance is that everlasting candle on the memorial for veterans that doesn't die. It's not, it's just, it's one candle, but the significance and what that represents has so much more weight to it than, you know, stampy fireworks, right? You know, as an example. So, you know, what does that, what does that really look like and how does that translate into real life? Well, it's easy to have just those spectacular moments and to fabricate your life to a point where, you know, it's, you can make it look like all these big wins, which is, again, it's not not inherently bad, but you don't do any of the groundwork to create a life that, 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 that has significance. Like, again, it comes back to, you take everything away, who are you, but you, you take a step back from your life. You look at what's, what's happened. Well, what do you have, 
right? Again, it's a journey. Everyone's life is different, but is it just for show or are you laying, I think on our age right now, are you laying groundwork? So in 20 years, in 30, 40, 50 years, right? God willing, we get to that. And God's always willing, but like if, if we're able to get to that age, right? We're 70s, 80s, uh, when we can look back and we can say, hey, that meant something. My life the last 60 years meant something. And so, you know, even for me, like the way I look at even my social media, uh, I know one day in 25 years, 30 years, however long it's going to be, I'm going to have kids that will be my age in their 20s, look back at my social media and say, this is my dad when he was 22, when he was 23. Huh, I wonder what he was doing. And I want, I, and I want them to see the content I'm putting out now. That's what I'm looking at it is what do I, my kids are going to get to my age one day. I don't have kids now. When I have kids eventually, they're going to get to that age. When they do, what do I want them to look at? What type of example? And is it just going to be a, hey, sweet, you, you, you know, you rode in your buddy's Ferrari or is it going to be, hey, here's the lives that you've actually been able to change and impact and, ha- and, and lead, like have that influence? So I think what led me to post that, I can't even remember. Every week is different, but I think it just really resonated with me because it's just, are you just chasing after those like those quick wins? Even with school, are you going to school just for the sake of to say you have a degree and now you're a, you know, a master's student or you graduated from an Ivy League or it's like, yes, that's good. Like it's it's you know, it takes work, but what what is that going towards? You know, is is that is that are you laying the groundwork to to, to live a life of significance, to live a life of Hey, I'm trying to leave an impact on this earth when I go. So that's why I viewed it. Um, but yeah, I hope that answers that question. It does. Thank you. Yeah, I just, I really liked that quote. I thought it was really, really powerful. And so wanted to bring it up today too. Totally. No, thanks. I, I love your example about your kids and social media and stuff. Because people always talk about like, whatever you post in social media is going to be there forever and all of this. And I think like... Because your kids may see the fireworks, if we want to put it that way, with the temple you were just given. But to be able to look back at what you have done throughout the years and the stuff you've gone through is to be able to see the significance beyond just the spectacular part of the fireworks. So I love that example. Thank you so much for (laughs) being here today with us. This conversation was wonderful. I got a lot of wisdom (laughs) that I'm going to have to listen to it back and take some notes. (laughs) <laughs> but here let's talk about it we do one thing and that is last minute moment so we just give our guests a last minute moment where they share something that they they thought about and maybe weren't able to share throughout the conversation or something that they shared throughout the conversation and they want to bring back so just take it away and share with your audience your last minute moment that's so cool. First thing that just came into my mind right now, and I don't know who this is for, and maybe this is going to be someone listening to this years down the road, but just know that you're loved, that you're accepted, and that where you are isn't where you're going to end up. Where you are, maybe it's a transition, but that's that's not the end stage. And and whoever's listening to this, I just I want you to know that there is a future, there is a hope, but you just got to keep going because it will get better. Do not give up. You're loved and take rest in knowing that there's someone looking out for you, that someone has a purpose and a plan for your life, and that what you're doing isn't in vain. You're not here here by accident or by mistake. You're here for a reason, for a purpose, for a cause, and that's what you're meant to fulfill. So go out, 
kick some butt and dominate whatever your field of favor is, whatever your gifting is, go out and crush it. So that's what I would say. That that just came to my mind. So I feel like whoever's listening to this, if that's for them, sweet. Love it. And on that note, we are going to end this episode. Thank you so much, friends, for listening. Thank you so much, Daniel, for joining Paula and I in this conversation. And uh, before we finally go, Daniel, how can people con- connect with you? How can they contact you? What is your social media handles? Um, go ahead and share that with, with our friends here. And we'll also put it in the description for anybody who will listen later. Sweet. Yeah. So you, you can find me mainly on Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. Um, just type in my name, Daniel Lawrence Lopez. Um, Lawrence is L-E-W-R-A-N-C-E hyphen Lopez. Just type that in on on uh, TikTok, on Instagram, or on Facebook. You'll find me there. And uh, yeah, it's, send me a, if you send me a DM, I'll, I'll respond um, pretty quick. That's probably the best way to reach me and all my contact info is there as well. So yeah, best way you, you can reach me. Awesome. And with that, we say goodbye, friends. Be great. Stay blessed. Adios. Adios, amigos. Daniel, my friend. You communicate with conviction and teach with clarity. This conversation we had with you was so refreshing. And I know that Paula and I were both incredibly encouraged. Thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with us on this episode. And to our Let's Talk About It listeners, Paula and I hope that something from this episode sunk deep into your soul and gave you hope. Listen to it as many times as you need to remind yourself to refocus when the hustle and bustle of your daily grind starts to cloud your memory of who you are, why you do what you do, and what you want to be your legacy. We'll catch you next time, friends. This is Oladria Nozier. This is Bona Camacho. And we're signing out for Let's Talk About It, whatever it is. If you would like to stay in contact with us, you can visit our website at www let's talk about it pod.com or send us a quick email at host at let's talk about it pod.com we're also on all social platforms on facebook and instagram at the let's talk about it pod and on twitter at the capital l t a lowercase i t pod we'll talk to you soon bye for now <laughs>